This is totally not Danzig, and you're listening to the Shred Shack. Greetings, folks. I'm Dan Mack. Uh, this is Chris Mack. Welcome you to episode 178 of the Shred Shack Podcast, your premier source of news and uninformed yet heavily biased opinions pertaining to all things heavy metal, airing bi-weekly in iTunes, Mixcloud, Google Podcasts, Audible, Spotify, everything. We music are the world. Music. Amazon Music. Amazon Music, yes. Um, and Audible. Um, but yeah, we're everywhere. We're we're worldwide. Uh, <laughs> um, so anyway, let's get started with previously on. Well, we also have to mention that we are airing from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Central Standard Time Monday nights on Overkill Radio. That is correct. Yes. All right, but previously on, uh, we had talked about a artist called Zola Jesus or Zola Jesus. I'm not exactly sure how they pronounce it, um, but I looked them up and they were, it would, it's, um, it's a female singer, uh, and it's really good. It's a very like mixed up, uh, stylistic, uh, type of approach, a little avant-garde, but I would put her in like the same kind of category as like a Chelsea Wolf. Okay. So if you enjoyed what she did with Converge on Blood Moon, you probably would enjoy, uh, Zola Jesus. Uh, so I would highly recommend checking that out. Uh, a couple other things that we talked about, but we, I did not get a chance to listen to, is um, Willie Nelson has a new record out, uh, which I haven't had a chance to get a list into. And, of course, our list of um, heavy metal, rock and heavy metal albums that are turning milestone ages uh, in 2022, 50, 40, 30. And last episode, we covered albums that were turning 20. Uh, I had not had a chance to listen to anything <laughs> um, in that list. So we will be, I will be trying to keep up on that. Um, going forward again um but that is it for previously on all right so then let's move on to new discord members yes so of course we have a discord that's free for everyone to join up and chat with us throughout the day um and so we have some new discord members this week we have nate slash seizure stomp salsa beal map cop a cock (laughs) Kel, uh, Flesh Hoarder, Grandpa Carrot, uh, Kin Nas, Yeet the Feet, Emma, Miss Russell, Cold Steve Austin Stone, which I love that name, God Emperor Ned, and Storytime. Right on, right on. Welcome to the um, well, Welcome to everybody. You know, come, come join. Don't be a dick. <laughs> it's all we ask is don't be a dick. Yeah, don't be don't be a dick. I I I I don't like to ban people, but I will. There you go. Uh, but that is it for new discords. Uh, I I do have to say that on our Discord that we have some very very talented uh, musicians on the Discord server. Uh, specifically, uh, Rick Heard. They have um, keep they keep sharing. They they seem to like release an album like every other every three weeks or something like that. It's absolutely out of control. Um, so I listened to them recently, and then the newest one is a um, the the artist is called Virtual Parish. The member of Discord is No Brother No Friend. Um, I listened to their album. Uh, what was it called? 
Oh, New World. The album's called New World. Um, specifically, the opening track, Delta. I really like the way it opens the album. And the title track, uh, New World, is very, very good. I highly recommend people checking the, uh, both of those artists out, Rickyard and Virtual Perish, both available on Spotify. Right on. Um, and then I believe we move on to uh, Old Business. Yes, Old Business. So as we've been talking about for almost two years now, Iced Earth guitarist John Schaefer, who pleaded guilty 13 months ago to his role in the Capitol Riot, is continuing to cooperate with authorities while on pre-sentencing release. In a joint status update filed on Wednesday, May 18th, in federal court in Washington, D.C., Schaefer's attorney, Andrew C. Mark Hantel of Attorneys for Freedom Law Firm wrote that Schaefer remains on release under the supervision of the District of Columbia Pretrial Services Department. He has remained compliant with pretrial release conditions. He has remained cooperative with law enforcement since his release. The attorney also asked for an opportunity to file a further joint status uh, update on or about October 28, 2022. John Schaefer. John, John Schaefer. Um, another old business which I could not find but I saw floating around is that one of the um, sexual misconduct or sexual assault lawsuits against Marilyn Manson was dismissed by the judge due to, um, I think it was lack of evidence and uh, statute of limitation. It was, they said it was too late to bring up those charges. So he had at least one lawsuit. Uh, so, he got, so he got lucky? He got lucky, yes. Yeah. But that's one of many, though. So, like, you know, there's still plenty of chances for him to yeah. get comeuppance. But, you know, just it's, it's kind of funny that, you know, two artists that we've, we have kind of, um, we have somewhat blacklisted in a way from from our our stuff um happened to be in the news in the last two weeks so yeah yeah it's also interesting because i think i don't know what the release is but i just recently released something this week um on spotify uh i'm not sure exactly what it is i didn't really look at it um so <laughs> he's still trying something he's still trying to probably keep some kind of revenue coming in because he's got to pay for these lawyers yeah seriously all right, so that's it for old business. Let's move on to new business. And with new business, we talk about new album releases. And I typically hand it over to you. Pretty much, pretty much. And the thing is, like, I didn't, I listened to a bunch of stuff. I didn't read anything. So I'm just going to list the albums I listened to. Um, and I'll only say something if I actually, like, have something to say. But this is just going to be a list of things I listened to in the last two weeks. So first up, I got the Demi Rickus. Demi Rikos, I don't remember. I don't know how to pronounce it. But they have a new album out called Three Chaotic Lethal. So I listened to that one. Uh, Jungle Rot released a new record called A Call to Arms. So listen to that. Misery Index released a new album called Complete Control. Visions of Atlantis released a new one called Pirates. I'm sure that one was pretty good. Oh, this one I really enjoyed. Um, Master Boot Record. Um, this one is called... Uh, personal computer and this artist is very much a um it's like synth wave but mixed in with like some classical mixed in with some fucking thrash and heavy metal um it's a it's a wild ride <laughs> it's a wild ride to say the least 
Uh, it's a little all over the place as far as stylistically, but it's a lot of fun. Um, it was it was great. That's something that I highly recommend. And that's again, that's Master Boot Record uh, Personal Computer. Next up, I got the new Moon Tooth. Um, and for the week ending five thirteen, I have Rickyard, uh, our friend on Discord, sharing their record, their newest record, and their newest record was called Suicidal Thoughts. All right, so let's head on to the next week, which is five twenty. And first up in that one was the new Evergrey record, and Evergrey is one of those bands that I have been slowly but surely really really enjoy it. like i always been kind of like a passive fan but like the more i listen to them like now the, the more i like them and this album really is fucking great it's called a heartless portrait the orphean testament um if you're a fan of good old flesh and fucking like prog metal um or just heavy metal in general i highly recommend checking this out it's really fucking good uh, I didn't even realize they were coming out with a new album. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's really good. You'll you'll love it. You'll love it. So check that out. Um, Cave in released their new album, Heavy Pendulum. Listen to that. James Abri came out with a solo record. It's called Beautiful Shade of Gray. And this one was good because um, it's mostly an acoustic record that he wrote with his buddy. Um, I think is it it. it it's stronger than like what you would think for like an acoustic record. It's like it's almost like kind of cinematic in ways. There's like a lot of a lot of layers to it. And the really interesting part about this is that um, the drummer on this record is actually James Abri's son, which was cool because um, they talk about that on the Metal Sucks podcast about how it was recording with his son and like with the relationship there. And that was it was just really cool to get that kind of perspective on it. So that was cool. Cool. Yeah. All right. Next up, we have Malevolence. Mel Ev Olenz, uh, their new album, Malicious Intent. Listen to that one. Septic Flesh, that was a fun one. Modern Primitive, very, uh, op not operatic, but atmospheric, cinematic kind of death metals or black metal. Uh, very fun. That was really good. Um, and that's it for the last two weeks. Okay. Um, let's let's pull up our our uh, Instagram and see what what our albums of the day have been for the last two weeks. Yeah, like last week I was a little I was a little out. But, yeah, but before that I was I was pretty involved. Um, so going back about two weeks, I think to the day of recording, um, I had uh, picked uh, Kiss Asylum. Um, this is actually a Kiss album. Uh, without the makeup, um, mid '80s, so kind of on that poppier side, I guess. But it's actually one of their better, um, one of their better records overall. I, I actually really love it. Um, the opening song, "King of the Mountain," uh, is on my um, uh, "Beat a Motherfucker with Another Motherfucker" playlist. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Uh, because it it is one of those songs that just kind of like you you get really pumped up to. Um, it's a it's just a good record. Um, it actually kind of led me down a, a, a tiny rabbit hole of listening to random Kiss songs, but um, that didn't last more than a night. So yeah. Um, okay. So we got that. Next up um, on the 16th of May, it was the um, 
it was it was the uh, 12, 12 year I believe twelve year passing of um, the the passing of Ronnie James Dio. Mm. So we all picked uh, some some Dio records uh, or some records that involved Dio. Um, I picked uh, the self titled Elf album, mm. and you picked Rainbow Rising. Probably one of my favorite records of all time. Yeah, fucking fucking phenomenal records. So it's, I like the fact you. that all of us picked something that was a different era for Dio. Like we got Rainbow, we got Black Sabbath, um, we got Dio solo, and then Pat picked like the the tribute album. I thought that I thought that whole thing was fucking great. Yeah, that was that was pretty cool. Uh, I, I find it very funny. We did that, and um, we had that. We had that guy from a few weeks ago who was pissed off at us for for not doing a Slayer one. Uh, oh, for yeah. <laughs> that's true. So, that's so fuck yeah. that guy. <laughs> yeah, he was like, "You guys should be listening to nothing but Slayer." He's like, "Dude, we've been listening to nothing but Slayer for thirty years. I think we need a break. Come on." <laughs> Slayer's been exactly the same for thirty years. So come on. Um, Real. Cool. Next day up. Uh, you did God Forbid, I believe. Yes, for Constitutional Treason, my favorite God Forbid record. Um, I think the reason I listened to that is because I, um, he Byron from God Forbid, the lead singer, he was just on the Metal Sucks podcast. So I was like, all right, well, now I have to go back and listen to this because God Forbid's getting back out there. Um, some reunion shows, so that's pretty badass. Mm-hmm. Um, next up. Uh, was a two day one, so I believe you had two days worth of stuff here, probably. Yes, I think it, yes, and say Iconoclast from Symphony X and Blind Guardian. Yes, back to back. Um, I think the Blind Guardian one is because they just announced their new record, which we'll talk about a little bit later. And yep. then, um, because going from one prog band to the next prog band, you go from Blind Guardian to Symphony X. Iconoclast, in my opinion, is one of the best Symphony X records that they've ever put out, so. I did uh, Power Wolf. I uh, forgot the name of the album. It's I think it's their debut album, um, but it's actually my legitimate my my legitimate first exposure to Power Wolf besides Sanctified and Dynamite, mm-hmm. um, because I never I never really gave them a chance beforehand. So um, anyway, next up you did Evergrey. Yep, the newest one. You know. I did not have one that day. Um, next day, we neither of us had one, so nope. uh, skip that. Um, but the following day, um, I don't think you had one, but I did Dragon Force Valley of the Damned. What's that one? Uh, uh, what's that? What's I, I don't know. I don't, I'm not familiar with Dragon Force beyond like the first record. So that was that was their first record, their very first oh. record. Oh, okay. I'll buy it. Yeah, they they had two before Inhuman Rampage. Oh, out. okay. That makes more sense. Inhuman Rampage is what I'm talking about. Okay. Makes yeah, and, and let's and to be completely honest, it sounds exactly like what you think it sounds like. So, I would figure out. I don't. They're not. They don't seem to be the kind of band that would change their style very much at all. Well, actually. Oh. Actually, oh, I heard the glasses scraping across your nose from here. Surprising, surprisingly, down. surprisingly, they did change up some of their style later on. Uh, on uh, Maximum Overload, there's there's a de- there's a definitely uh, a change 
that you can you can if you if you sit there and listen to the first five albums and you get really tired of their sound then you listen to this album you're like okay there's something different here um next up you did uh likely soil work yes yes figure number five figure number five which is great record yes for sure um then up you did uh you were the one you were the one person for the day who had an album did injustice for all yeah yeah i think i think last week like i needed a couple comfort records and um you know soil work is a comfort band mataka and just for all is my favorite album by them on the whole and then when we get to the last one that's just these are all just like comfort records for me like yeah it was a, it was a busy week it was a heavy week and uh i just needed something to kind of fill that fucking space so i gotcha um lastly last uh, last as far as our instagram goes uh was actually from about two days ago uh and you did astronoid which is another one of your comfort records like that's like that's like one of my number one comfort record and it's it's good because like they uh the singer and the guitarist he was just on the, the metal sucks podcast recently talking about their new record which is coming out next week on june 3rd so that's something that i'm very much looking forward to mm. right on right on um as far as albums of the day since then i don't think uh we i i haven't put anything up um just because yesterday was kind of a wash uh overall but um my album of the day from um from friday uh which i'll put it i'll probably put up for this weekend uh was uh him venus doom wow that's not the last one right is it the last one no no that's it's it's their sixth one out of eight okay okay um i think as far as as far as him goes i feel like it, that that album and deep shadows are vying for my favorites mm. uh deep shadows is definitely the more softer melodic one whereas venus doom is the heavier one yeah okay um, but it's a it's a really good record so yeah yeah so um I, I i went back to listening to that and it's been it's some of the tracks have been in my head since then so i might nice. end up listening to it again Hell so yeah. Yeah. Um, just as an aside, I went back and I was also earlier, like prior to that, I was listening to Razorblade Romance, and I was like, I don't know, I, that some of this album is not as good as I remember it being. <laughs> Isn't it? Is that, doesn't that kind of suck when you go back and be like, no, no, what was I thinking? Yeah, I mean, it, it was their it was their breakthrough, and they do have some really good tracks. Like right here, in my arms is is oh yeah yeah one of their best tracks but i mean it it just um it just didn't strike me the way it used to so um yeah not, not yeah. Always, like deep shadows always hits you love metal hits me pretty good um and even what was the dark light the, that's the one yes dark light gets me good yeah I think I think pretty much from like after Venus Doom, like they released two more albums, but they kind of dropped off for me. Mm -hmm. So, um, like I, uh, 
like for Screamworks and Tears on Tape, I haven't really given them much attention. Right, I remember those kind of like I like just like you said, like Venus Doom. I remember that being like like I was excited for it. I listened to it a lot when it came out, but then the last two were just kind of like passive for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. I get that. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's it for our Instagram. Uh, is there anything else that you've been listening? Well, I'll go through my my typical podcast list here. Uh, so besides ours, of course. Podcast uh, besides uh, ours, of course. Podcast besides ours, of course. Uh, that should just be the title of this. Um, I of course listen to my buddies over at the Doom Pod uh, podcast. Again, they've they've strayed. Well, I say that they strayed so far away from the Doom content now, but there's been a lot of um, different news that we're going to probably introduce new movies into. So they recently covered a movie called The Hidden, which is a like 1980s like ridiculous, absolutely bonkers uh, sci-fi flick. That actually stars Kyle MacLachlan, who is, of course, the original Paul Atreides from the 1984 Dune movie. And they covered Sneakers, which is one of their host's uh, favorite movies. But recently, it was uh, announced that Christopher Walken is going to be playing the Emperor in Dune Part 2. So we might be introducing some Christopher Walken movies into the uh, into their podcast, which will be kind of fun. 70mm um, podcast, a uh, podcast for film lovers, as they call it. They are doing their sequels month. Uh, one host picked Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones as their pick, and another host picked Paddington Two, the family-friendly movie. The Awesome Danger podcast has covered the Pentaveret, which is Mike Myers' return to the small screen. Uh, he has a new limited uh, series out on Netflix uh, where he plays multiple different characters, a la the uh, Awesome Powers. Uh, series uh which they said was kind of it was okay mediocre it, was, it wasn't like you know groundbreaking or anything like that but it was like it was fun to see mike myers doing his stuff again and then they also covered tenant which is uh christopher nolan's 2020 movie and the way i described it was it was the the what the fuck movie of 20 of the year that was of the what the fuck year 2020 it was just ridiculous anyway um Metal Sucks podcast, they had Byron Davis of God Forbid on, and then they had the lead singer of Astronoid on. And, of course, listen to a lot of um, the Gom Jabbar podcast covering the Dune series, books, um, Shaw Strength, Brian Shaw's podcast, World's Strongest Man, Giants Live, the production, the producers of the World's Strongest Man show. They have a couple podcasts out there. Um, and that's about it, really. Okay, right on. Uh, any any albums that you've uh, otherwise been listening to? Honestly, I just keep on going back to <laughs> Unleash the Archers, <laughs> Abyss, like all the time. Yes, you got to stop that, man. I think it's becoming one of my modern comfort records. It, it's 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 been pretty pretty ridiculous. <laughs> and then other than that, it's just been a bunch of random shit. Like I, I to the point where I might not even pay attention to what I'm listening to anymore. <laughs> I'm just putting shit on. Okay. Well, um, I got nothing else to add because uh, I've actually I've actually couldn't find my podcast for several weeks, and I realized it was under a piece of paper in my office. Well, so I, I just <laughs> found it, and that's why I was able to listen to uh, Venus Doom. So, um, so I haven't listened to very much music. I've been focusing on my on on getting a, a heads up on ten word reviews. Uh, for the future, just so I don't have to worry about that later. Oh my gosh, um, I'm so far behind so, on all of that. 
Yeah, so I'm I'm actually uh, almost two artists ahead. So. Damn, dude! Holy shit! Yeah, I, I've been because because when I when I um for for those who for those who haven't seen on Facebook page, um I um I rebranded my personal Twitch account to uh, for the Shred Check and have been streaming streaming video games. Um. And so when I play at night, I play old I play old retro games. Uh, I've been playing like Final Fantasy and whatnot. Um, and you know, if if I, I've I've mentioned this last time, like a lot of the old RPG for Final Fantasy involves a lot of just leveling up because you can't progress in the game unless you do this. Uh, so I've been doing a lot of just trying to level up so I can proceed through the game. And I just turn off the microphone and uh, place music, and that's why I've been getting a chance to listen to a lot of the uh, Ten Word Review albums. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, so I so I've been getting so I've, so Spotify's been getting some use, and of course, you know, um, you know, if I'm not if I'm not working during the day, I'm typically sleeping because I have a night schedule now. So it's like you know, trying to get used to that and can't really can't really listen to to music at work because I can't hear it uh, mm-hmm. so all I can hear is open mic night um, or country night shutter fuck man Ooh, buddy. Uh, I, I will I will talk about that probably uh, during I saw a show but yeah um, but uh, I just love it uh, anyway, anyway, I think that takes us to the end of this particular segment, which means that we lead into our commercial break. All right, so let's go on to general news, and unfortunately, we start off with an obituary. Of course. So we have we have Guillermo. 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 Yeah. Anyway, I can't pronounce it. I'm going. To, I'm just going to continue to butcher it. So I'm, um, the French vocalist who fronted the Danish metal band Nemec uh, from 2006 to 2013 passed away at the age of 44. Formed in 1998, Nemec recorded uh, five full-length albums, three of which featured uh, Vidu on vocals, which was 2007's Passenger, 2010's Sons of the System, and 2012's Nemesis. Vidu uh, also fronted the French metal band Scarve uh, between 1998 and 2008, and he sang for other groups like One Way Mirror and Melted Space. Uh, at the time of the reporting, there was no cause of death. Yeah, Nemec and Scarve are bands that I've heard of. I, I know that I know the names, but I've never actually given the music like music a chance. Same, same. I might even have a Nemec record here, but that I bought randomly. Um, yeah. And I probably listened to it once, but like, it, it's just one of those things where like, it probably just, you know, I know the name, I have a record, it's just kind of fallen by the wayside, which is unfortunate. Seeing yeah. that like that a lot of people really like felt this this passing pretty hard. So yeah. Uh, last but not least for obituaries, we have Alan White, who is Yes's much loved drummer and friend of fifty years, passed away at the age of seventy two after a short illness. He died peacefully at home, as reported. 
that one I, I didn't was, hear about. I think it was it, it was interesting because I I think if I remember correctly, maybe even on the last podcast we had talked about how he was going to be sitting out uh, some of Yes's uh, 50th anniversary shows. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it, that was probably the like his illness was probably the cause of him sitting it out, and then the illness ended up taking his life, unfortunately. Yeah. Um. Uh. You didn't. You didn't write it in here. Um. But uh, and it's not metal. But it's so. But it's worth mentioning that the oh, yeah. uh, long-term, long-time keyboard player for Depeche Mode passed away. Oh yes, yes, yes. And he was only what was he only sixty? I think it was. So that's. I, that's I'm not sure of his age, but, but yeah, yeah, that was yeah, another yeah. random one. Yeah, and another random one that I did not see coming was also after Ray Liotta passed away this week. You know, it I didn't I didn't see the cause of death, but like you know I I'm wondering like he um he was in commercials uh, like a year or two ago for uh, for Chantix, which is a, uh, a cessation of smoking uh, gum. I'm wondering yes. if. If something happened as far as as smoking related lung issues or something like that so. it's, a, it's an interesting question for sure for sure and we probably won't know uh, the cause of that for a while yeah but just uh yeah it's 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 been a it's been a rough few weeks for sure for sure yeah it feels like every time we we record there's been at least like two or three passings which is so fucking unfortunate and yeah. yet Ozzy's still kicking around. Although, although I think in a recent interview, Ozzy is really like feeling his mortality now. Like he can, he says that he can barely move. You know, he's had COVID. He's he's supposed to get like a neck surgery or something like that. It's like <laughs> he's. I think he's starting to actually be worried. Finally, there's a picture that's going around. Uh, you know, people saying like, oh, you know. Um, you know, it's, you know, to the godfather of heavy metal, yada, 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 so on and so forth. But like in it, he's like walking with a cane, he's hunched over, he's got somebody walking by his side to kind of make sure he doesn't fall. I mean, he looks like he's, he looks like he's, he's, he's moving like he's 20 years older than he actually. Yeah. I'm just glad there there hasn't been any recent talk about trying to like get him back on the road again after after those shows in 2020 were canceled. Like there hasn't been any talk about him getting back on the road. And there is no chance for him to get back on the road. I will say that with certainty. And like, I mean, if 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 he if he should improve and and be back on the road, may God strike me dead. It's hard to even think about that for him. <laughs> like again, we've talked about this many, many times on this podcast. Record albums all you want, buddy. All you want. Stay home though. Stay yeah. the fuck home. Don't do it. Don't fucking do it. <laughs> like it's just good. It's just too fucking much. Especially like when you see like videos of like John Bon Jovi struggling to sing his songs. And Ozzy's been struggling for like twenty years. Like, yeah. There's just no fucking way, dude. Yeah. Oh man. But can we get on to some general general news now? <laughs> yes, we can. General oh, general man. news. All right. So former Machine Head and current Violence guitarist Phil Demo is doing his best Mike Portnoy impression 
by filling in for Willie Adler on the Canadian portion of Lamb of God's The Metal Tour of the Year with Megadeth. The dates, which were originally set to take place last fall, kicked off on a Tuesday, May 17th in Quebec, following the final shows of the, U of the 2020 U.S. leg. Uh, of course, we've been talking about Phil Devil filling in for Lamb of God a lot this year, because he previously stepped in for Adler during Lamb of God's January appearance on the Ship Rock Cruise. Um, although Lamb of God has not officially commented on Adler's absence from the show, violence singer Sean uh, Killian revealed in an interview last month that Willie is, quote, not down with the vax, referring to the COVID-19 vaccine, and is being replaced by a demo for dates in those countries that still require proof of vaccination from U.S. travelers. Get up. Come on, get down with the vaccine. <laughs> no. no, that doesn't, that doesn't quite work. <laughs> no, not quite. But that does. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, no, it's. I mean, I'm not. I'm not surprised of, uh, about uh, the the refusal to get the vaccine or the the price to pay for it. So. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I think the uh, Deftones are going through something very similar to that. I don't know if I wrote it in here or not, but we can talk about it here. Um, where uh, their guitarist Stephen Carpenter, uh, who is a very uh, well-known like conspiracy theorist and kind of oddball. Uh, he's not down with the vaccine either, and he is skipping out on Deftones European tours uh, currently because he, he's quoted as saying he's not comfortable leaving the United States yet, but I think everyone kind of realizes that, like, you just don't want to get stuck with the needle, buddy. So, um, yeah, so there's that. And, again, the repercussions that follow there, thereof, you know. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. All right, continuing on here, Gojira guitarist Christian uh, Andrew, uh, he left the band's current North American tour in order to return home to be present for his first newborn child. He's being temporarily replaced on the road by Aldric uh, Guadagnino, uh, a former a fellow French meddler's clone. Pretty cool. Right on. Congratulations to him. Yeah, for sure, for sure. As L.A. Dying's longtime bassist vocalist Josh Gilbert has announced his departure from the band. Which is funny enough exactly. because because he left Azalea dying like a few days before Spirit Box parted ways with their bassist Billy Crook, and from what I understand, Josh Gilbert from Azalea dying is now filling in for bass duties in Spirit Box. Interesting, right? <laughs> is Azalea dying the one with Tim Lambesis? Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Carry on. Guns N' Roses was forced to cancel its headlining appearance on Saturday night, May 21st, as Welcome to, Welcome to Rockville, after inclement weather once again forced the music festival to shut down early. Several other artists, including Jerry Cantrell and Shinedown, only managed to play abbreviated sets at the event, which is being held at the Daytona International Speedway in Daytona Beach, Florida. Yeah, I, I kind of... I, I, I've seen... I've seen like bits and pieces about bands performing at Rockville, but I also heard a lot of bad things about the the weather the weather issue and stuff. So it seems like this is not the first time this has happened. Like I feel like we had talked about this previously on this podcast in the last few years, like the weather being some um, shutting down the shows at specifically at Rockville. Yeah. Well, I mean, Florida. It's I was gonna say it's Florida, and it's, and it's like. It's like the, the 
fucking at least down here in Texas, it's the humid season for sure. So I'm not. I wouldn't be surprised, you know, if it's even worse in Florida. All right, Evanescence. Evanescence has parted ways with longtime guitarist Jen Manjura. 38-year-old musician joined Evanescence in August 2015 as a replacement for Terry Balsamo. Balsamo. And a few days later, Evanescence has recruited Emma and Anzai of Sick Puppies to play bass on their upcoming tour. In addition, their longtime bassist Tim McCord will switch to guitar to fill in for the slot that recently left vacant by the departure of Jen Majura. Well, I guess it all works out for them. For sure, for sure. Although it's reported that Jen was was not part of the decision to leave the band. So who knows what the, the process there was for wow. that. Yeah. I haven't seen anything beyond that, so I don't I don't think I had to write anything to uh Putin just yet, but we will see what goes on in the future. All right, Umbilicus, the new project uh featuring drummer Paul Mazarikeswin. Fucking terrible. Anyway, he's the drummer from uh, Cannibal Corpse. Guitarist Taylor Nordberg of Deicide in Human Condition. Bassist Vernon Blake of Anarchus. And vocalist Brian Stepson, Stepson, Stephenson of Four and Old James has signed a deal with Blood Blast Distribution. The quartet's debut full-length album will arrive later this year. I gotta say, Blood Blast Distribution is a great name. Right? That's that's only like that. Blood Blast Distribution just a, like a like a different way of saying like blood splatter. It, the Blood yeah. Blast Distribution. <laughs> that is wild. I like it. Um, let's see here. Overkill have uh, canceled their previously announced shows in the UK, Ireland, and Germany, quote, due to unforeseen circumstances. The four-date run of dates was scheduled to kick off on May 27th in Northampton, UK, and conclude on June 1st in Essen, Germany. That sucks. Yeah. Here's one that really sucks. Aerosmith canceled its previously announced June and July 2022 dates for its Las Vegas residency. Uh, Aerosmith deuces are wild. While singer Steven Tyler concentrates on his health and recovery. So in a statement from the band, on May 24th, um, they say, as many of you know, our beloved brother Stephen has worked in a sobriety for many years. After foot surgery to prepare for the stage and the necessity of pain management during the process, he has recently relapsed and voluntarily entered a treatment program to concentrate on his health and recovery. We are truly sorry to inform our fans and friends that we must cancel our first set of Las Vegas residency dates this June and July while he focuses on his well-being. Well, hopefully, hopefully all goes well there. I know that they've been, uh, well, he in particular has been uh, sober for several years now. Yeah, yeah. So, but the thing is, like, I guess when it, like, when it comes to something like that, once, like, you get, like, the pain medication for, like, a foot surgery, it's, like, almost like riding a bike. Like, you just kind of fall into old habits and kind of things like that for some people. And especially considering the history that that Steven Tyler has, um, while it's it's disappointing, it's just not surprising, you know, that yeah. um, that something like that can possibly happen. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, ho- hopefully he he uh, comes out better. 
Yeah, it seems like they're still on track for, I think they have some September dates uh, scheduled for their Las Vegas residency. So it looks like the summer one was, well, it's been canceled, which will probably be rescheduled, but their fall one is still intact at the moment. I don't. All right, so that's it for general, general news, and we can get to So Let It Be Written. So Let and It Be Written. First one up here, it feels like a little redundant, seeing that we had talked about something very similar, similar to it on the last podcast, but here we go anyway. UK independent publisher Rock and Roll Coloring has set a June 5th release date excuse me, for the second official Iron Maiden coloring book, the official Iron Maiden coloring book, volume two, the singles. Following on from the successful first Iron Maiden book launched at the end of 2021, the new book focuses on many of the band's popular single releases, featuring iconic artwork and instantly recognizable images, all printed on high quality paper in a square format fully endorsed and officially licensed, these amazing designs have the potential for hours of satisfying coloring. The book encourages you to celebrate every detail of Iron Man's iconic imagery, letting your imagination run riot as you create your own personalized versions of your favorite Iron Man designs. The book contains painstakingly created renderings of each image with detailed outlines ready for you to unleash your artistic skills using pen, pencils, or paint, and includes artwork from legendary singles such as The Trooper, Run to the Hills and Aces High, plus more recent releases such as Empire of the Clouds and The Writings on the Wall. I mean, they probably, you know, with with everything that with with releasing a book of all their of all the regular album covers, they were like, how can we do this again? So. <laughs> yes, let's get the singles now. I mean, the sig uh, the singles have some pretty good artwork too, so. I mean, the Trooper is probably one of the most iconic ones that they have, and that's not an album cover, that's a singles cover. Yeah. So, yeah, I get it. I get it. Um, the Destination Onward, the story of Fate's, Fate's Warning book by Jeff Wagner is scheduled for release on July 15th. The book was created with the cooperation of every single member of Fate's Warning, past and present, along with those at the record labels who supported them, peer musicians, members of Road Crew, and a variety of others within the Fate's that i mean that, i'm cool I'm cool with that I'm not, I'm not big enough into fate's war be excited about that at this point yeah i hear you i hear you yeah all right but that's it for um so let it be written fortunately enough we we don't have any uh shows being canceled due to covid at the moment We've been on a pretty steady streak of like individual bands canceling appearances and their performances, but not whole tours being thrown off. So that's been that's been pretty that's a good um, progress there for us. Yeah. Uh, so he's the one they call Doctor Feel not so good. So fucking venomant anti-vaxer Eric Clapton postponed two concerts of his European tour after testing positive for COVID nineteen. He has been quoted as blaming black people. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, moving on. Pearl Jam canceled Wednesday night's May 18th concert at Golden One Center in Sacramento, California, and May 20th show at the MGM Grand Garden Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada, after bassist Jeff Abbott tested positive for COVID-19. And the latest concert cancellations come just days after drum, drummer Matt Cameron contracted COVID-19, leading the other members of Pearl Jam to recruit 
uh, new touring guitarist Josh Klinghoffer, longtime Amit collaborator Richard Stever, and a band plucked from the audience, a high school senior and original Pearl Jam drummer Dave Cresson uh, to sit behind the kit for their shows in Oakland and Fresno. So they they were playing shows without Matt Cameron. They were getting pretty much anybody, literally picking people out of the fucking audience to play drums for Matt Cameron. And then Jeff Amick gets sick and they cancel shows. They're like, all right, we're done. We can't do this no more. Gotcha. Oh, here it is. Due to current health issues, yes, drummer Alan White will sit, take, not take place, uh, not take part in the band's 50th anniversary shows. There it is. So, unfortunately, that ended up taking his taking his life. Yeah, that's that's a damn shame. Yep. And last but not least, here, Stone Temple Pilots pulled out of the last five shows of their U.S. tour with Hailstorm and Blackstone Cherry after a member of the touring party tested positive for COVID nineteen. Oh, COVID, why are you still a thing? I mean, it's dying down, but it's still... Yeah. You, you know, uh, you'd be surprised. Uh, here it's actually picking back up, and I'm seeing more people uh, going back to wearing masks again. You, you know, you, you, I find it very funny to think of it like, yes, that is true, because I'm getting a lot more notifications from uh, the kids' schools about it. Like, you know, at least... At least like one every other day or like like once a week they send out like at least like a few notifications like yeah you know a couple of these kids got covid yada 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 and it was a little bit it, it had died down in like the last like two months but then like the last like couple of weeks it picked back up a little bit again which is weird yeah. you know and then i think um they, they are a little worried because like next week is the last week of school um but then we also have Memorial Day the weekend this weekend, and people worry about like some like spreader events, you know, from, yeah. like, you know, get-togethers and stuff like that. So it's like, man, it's just, it's 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 like, it's like the death knell of COVID. It's just it just won't go away. Yeah. Um, but that's it for that one. Um, no one's getting any better. Going for a walk now. No one's breaking the law. Metallica hasn't really done much of anything. They're playing shows. They're playing some big shows, but there's not much news about them. No one's feuding at the moment. Uh, Alcoholica has calmed down. Um, I don't have anything written for Hardwired here, but I saw the box of coffee you have at your house for our tries videos, and holy shit! Yeah, we got we 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 have we have tries videos for at least two years. Good fucking god. <laughs> you have so much coffee. It's insane. Yeah, I do. Insane. I love it. Uh, but we do have some merchandising news here. We got Super 7 has released an Alice Cooper reaction figure. This debut release is packaged on a special card card back inspired by his legendary 1973 Billion Dollar Babies album. The Billion Dollar Babies Alice Cooper reaction figure features metallic paint accents and comes with a microphone and his infamous pet snake as accessories. That is cool. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. It looks really cool. Yeah. Um, no puzzles. No one's releasing any puzzles. And that leads us in to commercial break number two. Greetings, Metalheads. Dan Mack here, and if you're a fan of putting a little heat on your meals, spice up your life with one of the many hot sauce flavors available from our sponsors at Hella Hot Hot Sauce. All natural, no preservative, and California-made Hella Hot Hot Sauce provides small-batch artisan hot sauces made from fruit and pepper blends that emphasize aroma, taste, and, of course, heat. 
with several flavors available, some seasonal, others year-round, and collaborations with members of Ghoul, Exhumed, Guar, and Hatebreed, there are plenty of options to suit your palate. Head over to HellahotHotSauce.com and buy up a couple bottles now. All right, so let's go on to recording release news. All right, so we've got some studio news here. Ed Guy frontman, Tobias Sennett's uh, Avantager Project, has released a new single, The Wicked Rule the Night. And this song features a guest appearance by Primal Fear singer Ralph Sheppers. Sheepers? Sheepers. Sheepers. And it's taken from the ninth Avantasia album, A Paranormal Evening with the Moonflower Society, which is due in the fall via Nuclear Blast. The disc will be the follow-up to Moonglow, which came out back in 2019. What an odd name. Yeah, this is going to be fun. His, uh, his albums are always fun. Yeah. I heard the song was great, though. I'm sure it was. I mean, Primal Fear's uh, singer, I, li- I love his voice. I think he does a great job. So, yeah. um, Blind Guardian. So the reason I listened to Blind Guardian that day was because of the news of their new album coming out. Uh, the album title is The God Machine and is due on September 2nd via Nuclear Blast. About fucking time. Yeah, that's exciting. Because the last record that they released was the classic record, like the symphonic record, right? Yes. That's what I thought. Okay. And the one before that was the Red Mirror. Yes. Okay. Okay. Excuse me. And last but last but not least, here for studio news, we got Queensrÿche has set Digital Noise Alliance as the title of their new studio album, which is due on October seventh via Century Media Records. I did not know that was coming out. That's exciting. And coming out right around your birthday, bud. Yeah, that's right. My birthday. Birthday. All right, we have nothing for recorded live shit, but we can get on to Rewind, Replay, Rebound, Reissued. Ronnie James Dio's Holy Diver was a platinum certified smash and one of the late singer-songwriter's most groundbreaking achievements. Rhino revisits this epic metal moment on Holy Diver Super Deluxe Edition, available on July 8th as a four-CD box set, priced at $59.98, and of course digitally. The collection comes with two versions of Holy Diver. The first is a new mix of the album made by Joe Baresi, who has worked with Tool, Queens of the Stone Age, and Slipknot. He used the original analog kick to remix all nine tracks on the album. The second is a newly remastered version of the original 1983 mix. The Super Deluxe Edition also features unreleased live performances and outtakes, along with a selection of rarities from that particular era of his career. That's just generally exciting because, like, any anything that's, like, in the vaults for Dio, I'm totally, I'm all about. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, especially especially when he does live stuff because, like, his live shows were always kind of a little, um, like, he would do little things that would make them special as far as, like, you know, diff- different um, uh, medleys and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then do like certain breakdowns that weren't part of uh, certain songs and all that kind of stuff. Um, so so yeah, like I'm I'm all about hearing some sort of new version of shit. So yeah, yeah, I always love seeing Dio live. Like when we saw him as Dio the band, and then when we saw him with Heaven and Hell, like he was like whatever he did live was always great. So that that's anything from that era probably will be very fascinating to hear. Yeah, absolutely. 
Uh, so let's head into a little extra here. Um, I have nothing written down for the good that men and women do. Uh, so we go up to crowdfunding tracker, and we are are we still talking about Advance? Uh, yes. Um, so Advance slowly creeping up. They're currently at one thousand nine hundred and dollars at a five hundred uh, goal. Um, they still have sixteen days to go, uh, so they need to get about fifteen hundred in the next sixteen days. Uh, figure that there will be a end of project push, but uh, I'm hoping for the best. But I'm 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 not sure how this one's going to play out. Um, but as as always, we provide a link check to check out the Kickstarter. If I listen to the band. So, uh, so yeah, that's where they're that's where they stand. Gotcha, gotcha. Fingers crossed for them. Uh, so shit, I want Dan. What do you want? I want an electronic drum kit. I saw you asking questions on Facebook. I was curious about that. Yes, um, because I cannot set up my actual drum kit, and I want to. Um, I want to play more of the actual drum kit when I'm at open mic night so I could, you know, pass some time a little bit better than just. equipment upstairs and we just we just evicted the cats from our bedroom so like that that space also being to finish paying off um the merchandise and stuff that i've bought in the recent past um, which I used the um, I used my my shark jack card on. So um, so every every week I I put like a hundred toward it, and I'm I'm almost done paying it off. So yeah, um, I, I don't put any of my actual job my actual real life money into this. So um, that's that's part of the reason why I picked up a second job was like because I want to cover the fun things in life. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cause you know, you know, the, the, the real money that I, that I make for my, my day job is important things like stickers and jelly beans. <laughs> All right. I want a, um, I want a deadlift platform for my, for my garage. Um, I had recently maxed out on the deadlift and I, I pulled 565 pounds off the floor, but bringing it back down, it came down pretty heavy. And I think I may have chipped my garage floor a little bit. So I think I need a, a, a deadlift platform to kind of lessen the blow for that. Um, but for in order to get that, I need some more room in my garage. So the first thing that I really want is a shed to put in my backyard, clear out my garage and make more space for more stuff. So what you need is a shred shack. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. I, my, my, my ultimate dream would be to just cherry pick your shed from your backyard and put it into my backyard. Because <laughs> we go back there anyway to get the lawnmower. So it's just like, just move it. But, you know. You can't have it. Not exactly. So, yeah. So that's, that's, that's all I really want right now is a little bit more space in the gym um, to put some protective gear on the fucking floor. Right on. Uh, rabbit hole. Do you have a rabbit hole? Um, really, n- not really. Um, so it, 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 the only rabbit hole I would say is 10 word reviews. So I've been listening to those records. Uh, so I've been listening to that. So like, that's the closest thing to a rabbit hole I've had. Sure. Gotcha. And uh, no rabbit hole for me. Um, I'm kind of just circling around the same stuff uh, that I've been listening to with the occasional new release and stuff like that. So I don't have it down, down any specific rabbit holes. Um, Legacy of the Beast, pr- progress. No. Um, <laughs> well, you've been- I, I, I've, I actually haven't even really played a go on that either. Um, it's, it's like I... During the day, I'll play I'll play certain games for for the Twitch channel, um, and um, on on Wednesday nights I play with uh, I play a I play a horror game with uh, uh, Paul, the drummer of the Broken Page, uh, local San Antonio band here, and uh, and Andrew, Captain America. So. Oh, Captain America. Yeah, since he's since he is now back in Washington and almost getting set up, so um, yeah, so so he's been he's been joining in with us um, to to play the game. Um, I just haven't picked up Legacy of the Beast in in a while. I, I've thought about it, you know, when I'm there and I'm taking it. I'll be here for a while. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know you're playing the, the the Twitch stuff now, so like it only makes sense that um that you you don't have enough, enough time to get on the Legacy of the Beast. Yeah, especially I mean I, technically I could play it at my night at the at the night job, you know, when I'm like in between um cooking, but that's typically also the time I spend on on our Discord channel, just kind of talking to people. So yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, that makes the most sense. Yeah, so it's a matter of like how do you use your time and stuff like that. So I got it. Yeah. Um but yeah, that's it. Yep. All right, so a little light reading. Have you been reading anything? No, I, I haven't I've been reading the, the Dio autobiography, but I've just been having kind of a hard time just deciding when to sit and and read. Um t- today might be that day where I, I finally get back to it and maybe get through more of the book. But, um, you know, I feel like uh, just I I feel like I've had uh, either other other obligations or I've just been too tired to focus on it. Yeah, I can I can I can feel you on that one for sure. I feel you because I the only thing I'm reading right now is I'm still reading God Emperor of Dune, the fourth the fourth book of the original six that Frank Herbert wrote, slowly making my way through it. I am enjoying it more than I expected to, because again, I think I've mentioned before that this book has been a little divisive uh, between fans, like kind of 50-50 for or against. 
I'm a little bit on the, the four side. I'm actually enjoying it more than I expected. Uh, but again, it's also just a matter of time, a matter of finding the time. You know, my my days are pretty packed. I, I schedule myself almost to the minute. Um, and I usually have like an hour before I go to work that I can try to squeeze some reading in. So I get like two or three chapters in. So it's a slow go, but it's like I'm getting something done. I'm reading something, which is important. Gotcha. Um, for your viewing pleasure, Dan, are you watching anything right now? We haven't started anything new yet. Um, like I think I said last time that we finished watching Dragon Ball Super, and we haven't started anything particularly new just yet. But we we do intend to uh, do Marvel stuff soon. Gotcha. Um, I've also it's also been suggested a, a particular anime for me to watch. Uh, someone on on our Discord server set told me to check it out. Um, and I still need to finish Squid Game. So, oh, how far are you into it? Uh, I have two more episodes. How do you like it so far? I like it. I mean, it's it, I don't I don't see why it was such a um Cultural it was such a big deal, but I do enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt the same way. Like I I really enjoyed it. I I think it was very fun. Uh, the music was very creepy considering the 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 content of the story. Uh, but again, I'm not sure why it was such a cultural phenomenon, but I understand why. Like, like it, it struck a chord with some people. Yeah. Uh, so for us, for me, we the the new Obi Wan Kenobi series started on Disney Plus this past Friday. Uh, they released the first two episodes of six. Uh, so I checked that out, and I I really enjoy it. Um, I really enjoy seeing Ewan McGregor back as Obi Wan Kenobi. Um, he was my favorite part of the prequels. As a matter of fact, he might be the only good parts of the prequels, in my opinion. Um, but what I really like seeing is that after the events of uh, Revenge of the Sith, how broken he is as Obi Wan. Like he has, like it, he feel it feels like he's like pretty much given up, but he still has that that oath to kind of like watch over Luke as he's growing up on Tatooine. But he's he's a broken man, and I I really like seeing that part of the story. Uh, so that's yeah. good. I'm looking forward to finishing that off. Uh, we got four more episodes coming out in the next couple weeks. Uh, Disney Plus does their shows episodically, so they don't come out streaming all at once. So you can't just binge it; you actually have to wait. And that's a little—it's a little annoying in the streaming world right now. But it's also a little nostalgic, you know. It gives you a little bit of like you know excitement, something to look forward to every week, like it used to back in the day when you're watching like cable television. Uh, but one show that does not do that is Stranger Things, and the new episode—the new season of Stranger Things. This is season four also dropped on uh friday and i'm two episodes in and i love it it's fucking it's dark it's it's scary um like i'm like i'm like still questioning whether i'm going to show this to the kids or not it's that scary um there's a there's a new character called eddie on there he looks like lips from fucking anvil he's a D D nerd but he's also like totally like like the epitome of like the 1980s like heavy metal dork, um, oh. better than the than um, metal lords I would say to tell you the truth. Gotcha. Um, but it's it's really good. I like the new characters that they have going on. I like the story so far. Uh, the interesting thing about this is that season four is broken up into two parts. Uh, the first seven episodes are released. Uh, they're all they're each like an hour and twenty minutes long. They're really long episodes. 
And then the second part of season four is only going to be two episodes that comes out in July. Uh, but when I read, both of those episodes are like over two hours long. So they're like mini movies. So the story has been, is the story in the show has expanded well beyond what it originally was, but it's still very, very grounded in like the 1980s uh, feel, the 1980s influence of movies and stories that they were telling back then. Like it's, it's, it's still very, it's still, it's like nostalgic enough to also, but also modern enough to kind of bridge that, that 40 year gap. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to finishing that up. Um, my goal today is to uh, to do as much stuff as humanly possible because, of course, tomorrow will be Memorial Day. We all have off, and I don't want to do shit tomorrow. I want to just sit on the couch and watch TV all day. That's all I want to do. Sounds about right. Yeah, right. All right, but that's <laughs> it for your viewing pleasure. I, on the other hand, will be working. I have at least four clients tomorrow. No shit. Wow. No rest. Well, I, I, I mean, there's no point in me taking off. Might as well see my people. That's also true because you work remotely too, so that's not that bad, I, right? Yeah, I work remotely, and I work between like you know 16 and 24 hours a week, so it's like I might as well just work. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So, yeah. So I will, I will be seeing clients in the morning, then sitting around doing jack shit. And then seeing two more clients. There you go. Nice. Also, Lindsay comes home tomorrow. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, she's out of town. Yeah. All right, so that takes us into our next commercial break. For those of you that love that doom stoner genre of rock and roll and heavy metal, make your way over to the Cosmic Peddler. Selling CDs, cassettes, and of course, plenty of vinyl from the best artists on labels such as Fotherama Records, Cosmic Artifacts, and Stoner Witch Records, among many others. Head over to thecosmicpeddler.com now. All right, so let's move on to concert news. Concert news, all right. Let's get right into festivals here. So Death Clock, the stars of the Adult Swim series Metalocalypse, will co-headline the 2022 Adult Swim Festival block party. Excuse me. Set to take place August 5th to 7th across four venues. This is the Fillmore, the Foundry, Punchline, and Brooklyn Bowl in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Death Club wow. will play on August 7th at the Fillmore. Also scheduled to headline the event are Run the Jewels, who are playing also at the Fillmore on August 5th, and Tierra Whack, uh, August 6th at the Fillmore. In addition to music, there will be live panels, exclusive premieres, watch parties, games, giveaways, and merch, of course. Right on. That sounds like fun. Yes, it most certainly does. Ghost. Oh, I'm sorry. That's uh, that's festival news. We're going to head into touring news. Touring news now. So Ghost will once again bring the euphoric spectacle, this is a quote from Rolling Stone, to his live ritual of its live ritual to North America for the next leg of its globally dominating Imperator. The North American Imperator will see the band headlining 19 arenas across the United States and Canada, plus an appearance at Virginia's Blue Ridge Rock Festival. Kicking off August 26th at San Diego's uh, Pechanga Arena and running through September 23rd at the Resch Center in Green Bay. Support on all dates, with the exception of the Green Bay, which will feature support from Carcass and the Blue Ridge Rock Fest, will come from Mastodon and Spirit Box. 
That sounds like a great tour. One thing I found very interesting, they're playing Austin at the Moody Center, which is also the same place that Iron Maiden is playing. No shit. Yes. So, so you, you've, been, you've been saying for a while that Ghost step up and, and, and get to that level, and it seems like they're reaching it. Yeah, yeah. And the funny thing is is that they're touring with Mastodon again, because I remember the first time, the very first time I saw Ghost, it was right as they were, they were coming up, um, it was Ghost, Mastodon, and Opeth. That was the show. And uh, they, they, they seem to, like, Mastodon and Ghost seem to be running mates in this whole thing, so that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. All right, Jordan Rudis, the virtuoso musician, composer, and keyboardist for Dream Theater, will embark on a two-month solo tour dubbed An Evening with Jordan Rudis. This summer, from June to August, audience can expect to spend this intimate evening with Jordan immersed in his musical uh, virtuosity as he shares personal stories from his musical journey. The tour kicks off on June 7th in Seattle, Washington, and concludes on August 6th in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. I love the fact that you can sit there and now say Grammy Award-winning prog rock band Dream Theater. True, very true. I I, I remember um, from from Weird Al's uh, Behind the Music when he talks about how he won two Grammy Awards. He's like, now I can say multi Grammy Award-winning <laughs> artist. <laughs> oh, Weird Al, what a guy. Um. Uh... Falling in reverse, and Papa Roach have announced the co-headline Rockzilla Summer 2022 tour, featuring very special guests Hollywood Undead and Bad Wolves. Kicking off in East Providence, Rhode Island on Wednesday, July 27th at Bold Point Pavilion, the Rockzilla tour will include 24 cities across the United States before finishing on August 31st in Nashville, Tennessee at the Municipal Auditorium. I will not be seeing that. Negative. Fozzy has announced a fall leg of its headlining State of the World Tour, supporting its celebrated new studio album, Boombox. The 20-date trek, featuring special guests No Resolve and GFM, will kick off September 8th in Columbus, Ohio, and travel throughout the U.S. and Canada, stopping in such cities as Louisville, Pittsburgh, Milwaukee, Cincinnati, Charlotte, Richmond, Baltimore, Montreal, Toronto, and Philadelphia before wrapping October 10th in Virginia Beach. That's pretty cool. Uh, I, I haven't. I know you said that the the new album was not uh, very impressive, but that's still you cool. Know, yeah, it's it's just not for me. You know, it's just not for me. I gotta Although, say, um, their last their their previous one of their previous singles, Judas. I've been hearing so many times at the bar, and I the more I hear it, the more. Did you go? Say what? Oh, you cut out there. I didn't hear what you you said. Uh, I was saying that um, I've been hearing um, the song Judas from their previous album uh, a lot when I'm at the bar. Um, and I, the more I hear it, the more. Wow. You cut off exactly the same spot last time. All right, just move on. <laughs> like I'm waiting for it. Like it's, and you say, the more here, the more I, and then it gets like bad. it. 
And it, okay, because <laughs> it happened exactly the same spot twice. It was amazing. It was ridiculous. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, last but not least, here for regulatory news, we got Life of Agony. We'll embark on a West Coast tour in September. Support on the select shows will come from all hail the Yeti. Cool. All right, let's get to one-offs here. So the BBC and Buckingham Palace have unveiled a glittering group of performers from the world of music and dance set to perform at the Platinum Party at the Palace concert, which takes place on Saturday, June 4th at Buckingham Palace and live on BBC One, BBC iPlayer, and BBC Radio 2. Queen and Adam Lambert, Alicia Keys, Hans Zimmer, uh, Ella Ear, Craig David, Mabel Elbow, and George Ezra will share the three-stage setup with the lights of Duran Duran, or Andrea Bocelli, and a whole bunch of other people. All perform their biggest hits, and they start to attribute to Her Majesty's unprecedented anniversary. <laughs> Festival's called that fishing judgment. <laughs> All right, uh, that's it for any kind of concert news. So, Dan, you seem to see a lot of shows now that you work at a bar. What do you got? Okay, uh, well, um, I see a lot of open mic nights, um, and I, 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 you know, it's it's fifty fifty when it comes to the that uh, that you see. Um, but I did go see I I did go see uh, some of Christian Death. Uh, Christian Christian Death is uh, we 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 talked about them last time. We asked about didn't know uh, they're actually a long running goth band. Okay. Um. So I was I I was surrounded by a whole lot of goth with, with boyfriends who like. Me. So it was it was weird because it's like. Normally, I'm, I'm metal shows where you know there's just this variety of like metal dudes, and we're all just kind of gross. But like, all the dudes looked like me. <laughs> it was weird. Well, at least you fit in, though. Uh, the band was good. I only stayed for half the set. I. Was... Um. So I, I saw the I saw the uh, the act before them that I can't remember. Um, but Christian Death, the songs I stayed for were actually really good. So, um, you know, it, it's stuff. It's it's something that I need to just like actually sit down and check out. I am, you know, maybe potentially pick up albums from. I did buy a T-shirt though because it was it was it impressed me enough. So, um, but talking about. Um, uh, uh, Friday night uh, was country night at the at the bar, and uh, 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 country. <laughs> there is only one form of music that I will not get a chance, except for Johnny Cash, and that is country music, and. It it hurt. It hurt a lot. And I was sitting there cooking for for, for at the bar for these people. And these fucking people <laughs> don't deserve to eat. 
Well, here's a question: How what was it, what was the crowd like? Was there a crowd? Was there? A, there was like, a crowd. Yeah, they they when when they pull when they have shows when they have their shows they tend they tend to pull um usually um and and there there was a decent amount of people maybe like you know forty some odd fifty some odd people something like that for a bar show that's not bad. Yeah, yeah, and especially because like you know apparently there's a sign the um there's a sign on the on the wall that says maximum maximum occupancy is 120 people i was like i'm pretty sure when we saw amorphous there were more than 120 well when we saw archer nation there were definitely a lot less than 120 people there for sure yeah there were there were there were eight and three of them were band members And four of them were us. I think it was you, me, Pete, and wasn't Lindsay with us for that one? It was you, me, me and Pete, and then there was, like, you know, the staff. <laughs> it, it it was, thankfully, their their next show at Bonds more, uh, um... Attended? Attended, yes. Mm. But, yeah. Um, then... I, I've been debating on going to see Guar on Tuesday because they're playing the Rock Box, but I don't uh, because I've already crossed them off my bucket list. Um, I don't think I I want to go. Yeah, I hear you. So I probably will not. But um, Lindsay and I, for our uh, seven year wedding anniversary, we are going to Austin next week, and we are probably seeing Symphony X while while we're there. Hell yeah. Hell yeah! So, um, but I think like that's like the last big show that's coming up for a while. Like, I had a I had a few months of just like shows coming out of air, and now it's quieted down to the point where like my weekends now are just like eh, I'm I'm just gonna relax at home. Yeah. So. so it's been it's good. Too hot to do anything. I'll tell you that because um, you know, this past weekend, Brandy and I we went to. The Longhorn State, Longhorn Cavern State Park, to to tour the the cavern there, and then we went to Inks Lake, which is like you know six miles away. Yeah, there, dude, we went swimming in the lake for a little bit, um, and it was just so fucking hot. Like we are so done with like outdoor activities until like fucking September. We are so done. <laughs> yeah, I got. It. I'm pretty sure, pretty sure it reached a hundred yesterday. Yeah, yeah, like um, in like. We got to the cave, uh, the cavern, like super early. Like we had like a nine thirty tour. It's about two hours away, so we left really early in the morning. But even walking out at like seven o'clock in the morning to leave, it was already humid as fuck. It was fucking disgusting. Uh, but the cave itself is a constant sixty eight degrees year round, which is pretty cool. But then when we got to the lake, the the water was great. But getting to the lake and like parking and walking over there, it was so hot, and like we were just irritable and gross. So as you can imagine, so yeah, we, we have resigned ourselves. We're big hikers. We love to hike. We love to go camping and stuff like that. Like we kind of resigned ourselves that like hiking is going to happen between like maybe like late September to like April, and then May through like August, and into September is going to be like we're going to stay home. We're going to find maybe caves to go into where the sun doesn't shine, and maybe we'll do some water stuff. I mean, because it's just it's just too fucking much. It's exhausting. Yeah, I got you. But that is 
it for uh, concert news and seeing shows. Are you ready to wrap it up and get into the charts? Let's get into the charts. All right. So here's my little preamble. Dan and I, we like to follow the Billboard Top 200 charts, but because heavy metal and rock is not exactly the biggest thing, we uh, would like to have something to talk about. And we have a new kind of like appreciation for pop music. So we decided to pick one artist to follow on the top 200 charts every week that we cover it, see how many albums that person has on the charts, and just kind of keep track of it. And the artist that Dan and I have, chose, have chosen is Taylor Swift. Ever since she released her Folklore album, I've been a little bit more of a fan. Her earlier stuff is a little too poppy for me, but her later stuff is a lot better. So Dan and I follow Miss Taylor Swift to be able to have something to talk about on the top 200. Also, Dan likes to know who the top five albums are on the top 200, no matter who they are, no matter what they are. And also, he likes to wrap it up with the number 200, the Mr. Irrelevant of the top 200. So, with that in mind, here we go. The number one album on the Billboard Top 200 charts for this week is the new one from Kendrick Lamar, Mr. Morale and the Big Dot Dot Dot. I'm not sure if that's the end of the title. That's just what fits on this screen. Um, number two. Number two is Bad Bunny, uh, Un Verano Sinti. Not a surprise. Yep. He, he's, he's been coming up pretty, uh, pretty regularly, actually. Yep. Uh, number three is Future, I Never Liked You. That's his newest one. <laughs> I love that. Remember, because the, the last time we recorded, it was a number one album. Yeah, it just, it just reminded us of that video that we did with Pat. <laughs> it was so, and, and fucking, oh, yeah. <laughs> so good. Um, the number four record is a new album by a group called Together Tomorrow. Uh, Tomorrow Together, it seems like. Um, and their album is called Minisode Two, uh, Thursday's Child. It's an EP. I'm not. I don't know anything about this. Yeah. Um, fuck that. And the number five album on the top 200 is Morgan Wallen, Dangerous, the double album. That album needs to go away. Uh, just getting right into it here, uh, an interesting uh, number seven is a new album by Florence and the Machine, Dance Fever. I think I, I, think I tried to share that with Lindsay. She's a fan of that. Um, uh-huh. And what I've heard of theirs, I like, so... I, I like I've known the, I've known the name for a long time, so I'm not sure I'm not sure what they sound like, but like it was just interesting to see new album number seven for a, like a real like a real quick uh, while you're while you're scrolling through um I have you have some I'm getting better I'll go for a walk now oh um, go for it. our our very own very own individual uh, Sean he caught and. Just started testing negative as of today. Wow, it's been like two weeks for him, right? It's been about, you know, it's wow. uh, he, yeah, because he was supposed to, he was supposed to come down, so about a week and a half. Oh wow! So his trip got canceled. I'm sorry to hear that. I yeah, he, that. he was he was going to come down on Monday, but he found out on Friday he was positive. So. Oh wow, that sucks. Because you had mentioned he was coming, I didn't realize it was that soon, and I that I got canceled. That sucks. Yeah, that's, it sucks. Mm. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. All right, 
But we are here. We are scrolling down a little bit. We got number 26, Fleetwood Mac Rumors. Number 29 is, of course, Green uh, Queen's Greatest Hits. Number 29. All right, we got Red, Taylor's version at number 33. That's the first album for Miss Taylor Swift on the charts for us. All right. Elton John's Diamonds at number 38. All right. And we are fucking scrolling. Taylor Swift Lovers at number 49. That's her second album in the top 200. Okay. Creedence Clearwater Revival is at number 55 with their greatest hits. Nirvana's Nevermind is at number 58. The Rolling Stones live at the at the El Macambo. This is a new live record from the Rolling Stones. It's debuting at number 61. 61 for the Rolling Stones. Leonard Skinner's greatest hits at number 65, followed up by 1989. By Taylor Swift at 66. That's three in the top 200 for our girl Taylor. Journey's Grace is at a number 70. Number 41, uh, 71 is Folklore by Taylor Swift. That's her fourth record on the top 200. Best of Bob Marley and the Wailers at number 72. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Greatest hits at number 75. Guns and Roses Greatest hits at number 80. Mm-mm-mm. And we're doing a little bit more scrolling now as we head towards the lower half. Yeah. All right, we are down into the 100s and at 103, Back in Black by ACDC. Bob Seger, Silver Bullet Band, Greatest Hits at number 110. Mm-mm-mm. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Nickelback, blah. Thriller by Michael Jackson is at number 125. Whoa, here's an interesting one. At number 135, number 135 as a re-entry is Iowa by Slipknot. What? Right? What? (laughs) Right? Re-entry, Iowa, Slipknot. Not even a good record. Just very interesting. Very interesting. Sounds of Summer, the very best of the Beach Boys at number 140. Beatles Abbey Road is at number 144. Mm. Okay, Evermore by Taylor Swift is at number 156. That is number five for Taylor on the charts here. We got The Greatest Hits by Foo Fires at number 159. At 160, we have a re-entry, The Black Parade by My Chemical Romance. At number 161 is Reputation by Taylor Swift. That is her sixth record on the top 200. Latavia's Black Album, still on the charts at 169. Black Album, 169. Eagles Greatest Hits at number 171. Beatles 1 is at 176. Here we go. Hot Rocks, 1964-1971 by the Rolling Stones is a re-entry at number 188. Okay. 
And wrapping up the top 200 is 21 Pilots' Blurry Face. It's a re-entry. No one cares. Yeah, and that wraps up the Billboard Top 200. A couple surprises, little surprises in there going for us. Six for Miss Taylor Swift, which is down from her normal seven to eight. Yep. So because we'll of, that, of that, that uh, randomness of Iowa. Yeah, I, I'm guessing like once those random things fall off and some of the newer ones fall down, we'll, we'll probably see Miss Taylor get back to her average of seven. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, so we're going to forego the discussion. We're actually there. Uh, yeah, the wizard needs to go pick up his fucking car. And Warrior is in the middle of eating a meal, so he's going to finish that up and then take Wizard to go get his car. Yeah. All right. So, so the, pretty much we'll leave it there. Um, no commercial break. This. So until next, I'm Dan Mack. And I'm Chris Mack. And we are the Slot.